to be a holy priesthood, to offer spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. For it stands in Scripture, See, I am laying in Zion a stone, a cornerstone chosen and precious, and whoever believes in him will not be put to shame. To you then who believe, he is precious. But for those who do not believe, the stone that the builders rejected has become the very head of the corner, and a stone that makes them stumble, and a rock that makes them fall. They stumble because they disobey the word, as they were destined to do. But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's own people, in order that you may proclaim the mighty acts of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Once you were not a people, but now you are God's people. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. Hear what the Spirit is saying to the church.
believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house there are many dwelling places. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and will take you to myself, so that where I am, there you may be also. And you know the way to the place where I am going. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going. How can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way, and the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you know me, you will know my Father also. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. Philip said to him, Lord, show us the Father, and we will be satisfied. Jesus said to him, have I been with you all this time, Philip, and you still do not know me? Whoever has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? Do you not, not believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? The words that I say to you, I do not speak on my own, but the Father who dwells in me does his works. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father is in me. But if you do not, then believe me because of the works themselves. Very truly, I tell you, the one who believes in me will also do the works that I do, and in fact will do greater works than me, because I am going to the Father. I will do whatever you ask in my name, so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If in my name you ask me for anything, I will do it. The Gospel of the Lord. May the words of our mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O God, our strength and our redeemer. Amen. Our reading this morning from chapter 14 of John's Gospel is deep and rich. There's enough material in it for at least three sermons. I'm only going to preach one sermon this morning on verse 12. But first I want to say something about verse 6, where Jesus says, No one comes to the Father except through me. What do these words mean? We can hear those words, and some people do, as exclusive, as defining who has access to God and who does not. Is that what these words mean? I think it's important here to remember what the Episcopal Church teaches us about the Bible. The Catechism in our prayer book teaches us that God inspired the human authors of the books of the Bible. <coughs> and that God still speaks to us through the Bible.
has a dry throat from allergies. When we say that we believe that God speaks to us through the Bible, that doesn't necessarily mean that God is speaking directly to our particular time and circumstance in every verse of the Bible. And so John's Gospel, written perhaps dictated by John the Evangelist, reflects John's time and place, John's concerns and point of view. We hear God's voice in John's Gospel. His Gospel is matchless in its depth. But we also hear John's voice. And we know that John was writing to Jewish Christians who had been asked to leave their synagogue because of their faith in Jesus. And so some scholars think that in these words, John may have been rebuking the Jews of that synagogue. We may be overhearing a family argument, which is always distressing and awkward to hear. That's one way to understand verse 6 in chapter 14 of John's Gospel. Perhaps we need to let John be John, let him speak to his time and place. I want to leave verse 6 now and move on to verse 12. And I'm thinking here of the celebrity culture that surrounds us. Those whom our culture deems celebrities are relentlessly photographed and recorded. Everything they do, every little thing, has great meaning and consequence in this culture. Would you believe it if someone told you that everything you said and did had great meaning and consequence? Someone did just tell us that. Jesus said, the one who believes in me will also do the works that I do and, in fact, will do greater works than these. You and I are the ones who believe in Jesus. If we believe in Jesus, then his work is our work. His work was to build his Father's kingdom on earth as it is in heaven. And so while our names may never appear in the New York Times, the kingdom of God apparently depends on our deeds. However feeble or insignificant our work as disciples may seem, whatever we do as Christians expands the kingdom of God. It's the greater work of which Jesus spoke. I think we'd be mortified if we really knew the consequences of our actions. I don't mean in terms of right or wrong. I mean that we'd be shocked if we realized how utterly dependent God is on each of us, day in and day out. We may think that what we say and do doesn't really matter, when in reality God pins all his hopes on you and me every day. God's kingdom of love, mercy, justice, and peace cannot will not come into being out of nothing. 
of a poem by Dorothee Serla, who was a German theologian, poet, and mystic. She died in 2003. She wrote a poem called, When He Came, and it's one long sentence. Here it is. He needs you. That's all there is to it. Without you, he's left hanging, goes up in dark houses smoke, is sugar and spice in a baker's hands, gets revalued in the next stock market crash. He's consumed and blown away, used up, without you. Help him. That's what faith is. He can't bring it about, his kingdom. Couldn't then, couldn't later, can't now, not at any rate without you. And that is his irresistible appeal. We tend to think in terms of right and wrong, good and bad. Did I do the right thing? Am I a good person? But right or wrong, are you building the kingdom of God? Am I? Jesus has work, great work, greater work for us to do. Help him, the poet says. That's what faith is. Help him. We believe in one God, the Father and the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen in us. We believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God of God, light and light, true God and true God, begotten of the of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made, for us and for our salvation.
Father, we pray for your holy Catholic Church. In the Anglican cycle of prayer, we give thanks and pray for the Diocese of New Jersey, for Justin, Archbishop of Canterbury, and for reconciliation in the worldwide Anglican communion. In our diocesan cycle of prayer, we give thanks and pray for the ministries of St. James Church, Amesbury, Christ Church, Andover, All Saints Church, Chelmsford, and St. James Church, Groveland. Grant that every member of the church may truly and humbly serve you. I ask your prayers for Michael, our presiding bishop, Alan and Gail, our bishops, Sarah and Becky, our priests, and Marvin and Judy, our priest associates. We pray for all bishops, priests, and deacons. I ask your prayers for Donald, our president, and Charlie, our governor. We pray for all who govern and hold authority in the nations of the world. Give us grace to do your will in all that we undertake. Pray especially today for Emily, Holly, Cheryl, and Ryan, the Child family, Jeanette, the Martin family, David, Lori, Joanne, Larry, Robin, Pat, Louie, Andrew, Jason, Tom, Jackie, Amy, Roy, Judy, TJ, Richard, Susie, and Ellie, Don, Jim, Martha, Robert, Arlene, Logan, Sarah, Janice. Lynn, Edith, Stephen, Catherine, Alice, Kathy, Joan, Franklin, Susan, Ava, Orini, Peter, Kirsty, Eric, Gail, Wynn, Carrie, Aliona, Wynn and Jenny, Edie, those without jobs, those serving in the military, all who work for peace, and all those suffering as they flee war-torn countries. Are there others? Have compassion on those who suffer from any grief or trouble. We pray for all who have died, especially Lila Ray. Are there others? Give to the departed eternal rest. We praise you for your saints who have entered into joy. Let us join together in praying the prayer for our parish as found in your bulletin. Gracious God, we pray that your Holy Spirit guide Trinity Church in this time of change and transition. Mercifully accept the prayers of your people, and 
and strengthen us to do your will. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. The peace of the Lord be always with you.
Next Sunday at the 10 o'clock service, a group of our people from the Undercross will be here to receive their Bibles. Um, it's the third and fourth and fifth graders who have done a curriculum this year called Learning to Use Your Bible. And they will be given the Bibles as gifts from us during the service next week. And the other gifts that will be given at 10 o'clock um, next week is we have a group of teenagers who were confirmed on October 15th, and we didn't give them their prayer books right away. They have been engaged in service here, in ministries here, all school year. Um, it's been beautiful to watch how they've taken up ministry, and they have not graduated from church, as somehow, sometimes we understand the confirmation. They will be given their prayer books next week as well. So do come and celebrate those two groups of young people at next week's time classrooms. There will be healing prayer right over here in this transept during communion and immediately following for anyone who would like prayer in their lives or prayer through them for anyone on our part today. Walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself for us an offering and a sacrifice to God.
ruler of the universe. You are worthy of glory and praise. At your command, all things came to be the vast expanse of interstellar space, galaxies, suns, the planets in their courses, and this fragile earth, our island home. From the primal elements, you brought forth the human race and blessed us with memory, reason, and skill. You made us the rulers of creation, but we turned against you and betrayed your trust and we turned against one another. Again and again, you called us to return. Through prophets and sages, you revealed your righteous law, and in the fullness of time, you sent your only son, born of a woman, to fulfill your law, to open for us the way of freedom and peace. And therefore we praise you, joining with the heavenly chorus, with prophets, apostles, and martyrs, and with all those in every generation who have looked to you in hope to proclaim with them your glory in their unending hymns. Father, through Jesus Christ, our great High Priest, to whom with you and the 
Holy Spirit, your church gives honor, glory, and worship from generation to generation. Amen. And now, as our Savior Christ has taught us, we are bold to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not
Let us pray. Eternal God, Heavenly Father, you have graciously accepted us as living members of your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. And you have fed us with spiritual food in the sacraments of his body and blood. Send us now into the world in peace, and grant us strength and courage to love and serve you with gladness and singleness of heart. Through Christ our Lord. In the name of this congregation, I send you forth bearing these holy gifts, that those to whom you go may share with us the communion of Christ's body and blood. We who are many are one body, because we all share one bread, one cup. The God of peace, who brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus Christ, the great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make you perfect in every good work to do God's will. Working in you that which is well pleasing in God's sight. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be among you and remain with you today and always. 